0: Aquaba, welcome to Tishla Talks. This is a platform where I, Tishla, have conversations with people from different walks of life who share their thoughts and pass their story thus far. I hope you enjoy. Right, so what would you say your passion is?
1: Oh, my passion definitely. So I'm in marketing at the minute. Um, with in career-wise passion, I think. I'd like to like make a really impactful campaign and like be able to make lots of um, yeah impactful c- campaigns maybe on like a fashion company or whatever but my dream okay. my dream would be to like be not famous because I don't want to be famous I'd just like to be on YouTube creating my own content again because like I can you can create your own campaigns really right but, yeah I just would like to do something good in like in something creative in the sense like something creative but I want to do a lot of good. If I I became successful online at all, which I I would, I'd love it because I'm online all the time. I I watch all these YouTubers and I I spend so much of my time watching them. I'm just like, why do I just not do it? Because I I spend so much time on it anyway. But if I was one of them, I'd do so much good with my platform and I know I would, Um, which is why I kind of like talking 20s, I'm trying to do good with it. And when it hopefully gets a lot bigger, like I will do so much good with it. And I've got all these, I'm such an ideas person like right. I have this is why like talking 20s even like started I have so many ideas all the time like Dragon's Den like uh, at one point I was like I'm going on there. <laughs> I'm going on there before I'm 25 it's just like I've got all these ideas and I just want to by the time I'm 50 I just want to make sure I've got no regrets that I didn't try them all out so just as long so what's
0: stopping you from starting that right now
1: YouTube is definitely just like I don't know what content I would do, um, because I wouldn't relate. Well, I would obviously bring talking twenties into it, but it wouldn't be talking twenties YouTube. I'm just like talking about like having my own YouTube, just okay so what it's I do. Like, yeah, okay. But at the minute, I'm not doing anything fun, so it's like no one was gonna watch it. <laughs> but the thing
0: is, the more you, the earlier you start, and yeah. you know, you just need to get content out, and then you just mm-hmm. build yourself up, surely.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a confidence thing as well. A bit like I'm just. It's, it's, it, you're scared of being judged yeah yeah definitely I, I need to like stop that instantly like no one actually cares as much as you think they do like about things like it, which is a good and a bad thing So when you think someone is judging you no one actually cares that much it's more. funny because
0: even when you say that you can obviously say that but then even inside you can say that but then know that people you still feel that way
1: yeah because I, I see there's one YouTuber called Olivia Neal and I've been watching her a lot recently and she just 100% like herself she does not care what anyone thinks at all like she does embarrassing stuff she's just 100% herself and I'm just like since I've been watching her because she's only 19 and she's done so well I'm just like I'm not living my 100% self <laughs> but then that it's could also be best. a comp-
0: that's another comparison though wouldn't you say
1: yeah again yeah that's but then it's
0: also about taking looking at her thinking okay she's doing that yeah and i want to do this and more of like her inspiring you instead of you comparing yourself to her yeah journey.
1: it's definitely she inspires me but also like you said i am comparing myself because i sometimes i do sit and i'm like she's 19 years old she's got half a million followers on youtube she just moved into her own flat in london like she's she's smashed it yeah. and i'm sat like i'm not i'm not in the my dream career yet like how am I not, so I do compare, but also right. she is inspiring. So it's a bit of both. It's a bit unhealthy, but it's a bit healthy. How, d-
0: how do you think you're going to help yourself, like move out of that, um, you know, that insecurity of like, you know, you shouldn't, you're not where you want to be, yeah. but you feel like you're, you're comparing yourself more.
1: Um, well, lockdown's made it a lot worse to like work on that, I think, cause it's just became so tedious. But recently I've been really trying to like structure my days. So trying to work on myself because I, get, I can get really easily, um, like, defeated by um, things like a... I'll, I've got, like... I'll be negative towards myself is what I'm trying to say. Mm. So, like, with the Talking Twenties page, I can just can get a bit, like, why is it not growing at all? Like, why is this post not done well? I can get really, like, down about it. Which
0: happens. It's just it's does, real it life. Does,
1: yeah, it does happen. And I just felt like, during lockdown, it got even worse, I think, for most people. Like, right. it wasn't, it's not great for Nobody's anyone's mental anywhere, health. Yeah. Um, but How did
0: you deal with lockdown?
1: I at first I was like great. Ta- so much time I can work on talking 20s. Right, right right. And then it just it just became very tedious and I just was like and even now I'm like I don't think we're going to be clubbing or festivals for years. I've got this in the back of my mind I'm like what if our 20s talking about 20s.
0: Quick <laughs> flow. What
1: if our 20s is taken from us because this never stops and we well obviously we can still we can go to the pub now and stuff. But what if like holidays and like festivals and stuff won't actually be the same for a few years? And in our most prime years, yeah. there are years of like to experience travelling and all that. Obviously, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Yeah. And I, that's just a a major. That's the worst case scenario. But if that did happen, talking twenties is going to have some content. Cause <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to work on myself in the way um, of that. I'm structuring my days more because. Yeah i have so much going on this is such a problem with me i have so much in my head i'm like i've got to do well at work to keep my contracts going i've got to like maybe start looking for jobs that are more in an in- creative industry because I- i'll be happier there because I'm, I'm in the nuclear industry at the minute doing marketing so it's very it's a complete new industry for me so it's a lot of things go over my head and I, sometimes i hate feeling like I'm literally just got no my drowning. head above water, yeah. yeah. So I want to move more into something that I know in the future, like right. creative, maybe like fashion, TV advertisement, anything like that. But because I've got so much going on in my head, job applications, yeah, sorry, I went on a bit on tangent there, job applications, talking 20s, like I want to start YouTube, just loads of things. You need to plan focus, them out. Yeah, I, I, I can't focus because I'll start creating content and then I'm like, oh, I should be maybe applying for jobs in case my contract's not extended and then I don't finish the content and then and then it like it gets on top of me and I'm like, well, I've got no content for today.
0: So yeah, so realistically, you just need to be planning your days yeah. properly and knowing like, I've got this to do, I've got this to do and just prioritize them and mm-hmm. say, I get this done first. And then it's interesting because, uh, for instance, sometimes I'll um, I'll say, I know I need to do this today and then this today and this today. And I'll always put the one that I don't want to do last So even when I do the easiest things, I'm thinking, all right, I've done that, but I don't feel as accomplished. Whereas if I do the hardest things first, like you, things are saying, like you swallow the the frog. Yeah, You swallow the frog first, then you would feel accomplished because you've done the hardest thing of the day.
1: Are you quite like me then in the way that if like, can't really have a chill day like I, I have to be productive to feel accomplished at the end of the day
0: um I feel there's certain days where I know that I need to get things done yeah and when I do them I feel obviously accomplished but then there'll be certain days where I've not done as much as I'd like to do yeah so you think oh I've just wasted this week or this week and yeah. I'm not doing what I wanted to do
1: yeah like, I don't I don't feel good if I've not been productive like like even on like hangover days where you can kind of give yourself a break and just maybe chill and watch tv right. I, I have to do something like I feel like
0: you've accomplished something yeah then
1: um but yeah uh, some advice that someone said I'm talking 20s was to write down everything that you could possibly want to do in in the day maybe it might be too much for one day and then circle everything that that actually has to be done today that like you can't do it tomorrow it's too late um, and then make sure you get those three done and then whatever time first and they get done first and then you do the ones left that you can fit in in the day
0: have you tried that out
1: I've tried that yeah I How do like, I do like that because it you so circle it and you're like, I've got to do those first. And I focus my brain instead said, my brain go in.
0: Elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any tools you'd say you'd um, you have in your 20s now? Or things that you wish you knew before you were 20?
1: Yeah. So um, this is why I brought this book. So this is.
0: Should I come with this book? Come, that come can I, is it sponsored? <laughs> <laughs> well, not sponsored yet, but we'll hey get Jay, sponsored. We, please sponsor this video.
1: <laughs> Basically, it's called The Defining Decade. And there are a few books out. Like this, but I've not started to read them. I bought it because I'm doing a giveaway on my page, right. um, and then I thought when it was out there, I was like, I can't not read it, so I'm gonna have to get the giveaway another one now because kind of I've been circling, <laughs> and I can't get it out anymore. But basically, one every single page you read, you're you're reading it like, wow, yes, <laughs> this is this is so right. So it's a therapist talking about real life situations with people in their twenties. But she uses science to back everything up. So okay. one of the best bits, let me just sketch it, is something about forward thinking. And I'm not gonna explain this very well, so I hope like That's it comes across okay. But basically, apparently in our twenties, our brain starts to go through another process. So when we're babies or I can't tell you the names of all the science stuff but our brains become like sponges and well, we absorb everything we absorb everything in earshot and that's how we learn to speak like so quickly and like we learn to do things so quickly but our brains only do that for a certain amount of time until you learn everything and then it doesn't do that again until your early 20s so in your early 20s is the only time your brain all these neurons and science right, okay. It's ready to so like, absorb more information. It's, yeah, it's ready to take it, learn more. So, what I found was interesting is that this is the decade that we've got, really. If we don't like something about ourselves, if we want to learn a skill, our brains are ready for it now, again. Like, it's because we're going into a different chapter of our lives. So, yeah. obviously, when we're born, we're literally the beginning of a chapter. Yeah. But our 20s you're are very so, dependent
0: on your parents and everything. Yeah,
1: and because you're so uncertain as a. As a baby you're you you do not know what's going on, like that's why your brain's ready to like learn. Take everything in. Our twenties are another uncertain period because we're we're being thrown into a different like you said, it's all about education. You're doing your GCs and you do your A levels or you go to college. Now it's all uncertain and it's like
0: There's no routine, there's no So your
1: brains are ready. So I thought that was really interesting, but i also let me try and find something else that it said basically our brains grow <laughs> from Bottom to top, back to front, and so our frontal like lobe isn't fully developed in our twenties. This is when it will develop, and your frontal lobe is where you do forward thinking, um, which is why us twenty year olds to thirty year olds, twenties, we struggle with like hard decisions, and we we get we don't understand why we can't get to our dream career, and we get stressed, and we don't know how to forward think and like plan ahead. So that's why we get. So emotional and stressed about things that we can't control, right. and it was very interesting read because I thought when I was reading it, I was like, "This book's been written for me." you does recommend it. <laughs> definitely recommend it. Try and get a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the book. But there's so much more in there, but I won't go. I won't go through it. it. Just it just talks about like how the people around you are so important. Like you can have your group of friends, but if your group of friends aren't. Aren't, like
0: Supporting you or actually p- trying to push you trying up. Trying
1: to push you up. Like if they're just like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter that you're going to be unemployed for two years doing nothing. Like they need yeah. to be people that are like... Encouraging you, you. Encouraging you. Supporting and, like, you. It talks about that and he, she calls it that, like um, something like an urban tribe. Okay. That's ha- Something like that. That's what she described it as.
0: So um, that's one of your points, I'm guessing. So what else would you say? What well, Let's say I give you three points you can make about what you wish you knew before you 20. Okay. Or... Tools which have helped you in your 20s?
1: Okay. What I wish I knew before my 20s definitely is that experience is so important and wherever you can get like... Experience in in what sense? Experience. I'm talking career-wise. Okay. Work experience, internships is so important, um, even if it's one week here and there. And to try as many... when I'm talking before 20s because try as many different industries as you can because it'll help you in the future when... Because I, no one, some people still don't know what they want to do. I'm not too sure where I'll be in like five years. And if it's I'd okay have, to not be sure. It's, it's okay. If I'd have tried more industries, maybe I'd know that that one's not for me already, and I'd already know at this point that to not waste any time in that industry is not for me. So definitely more experience career wise. Um, that your friends and family are the most important, like people around you, like to keep them close because it's going to be like the biggest support network for you because that's something that's massively helped me i've never had to really worry about that so and then third one is something i'm not following at the minute to keep fit in because it's so good for your mind like not necessarily to for the aesthetic and like the physical appearance just for your mind like if because your 20s are stressful and they're going to be periods that you're gonna hate and like things are not gonna go your way if you know if you already know that going to the gym and running on the treadmill for 20 minutes clears your mind which it just so does it's it's literally like the best medicine right then you know that's you know how to get yourself out of a situation which is forward thinking like you know you're going to be stressed this week so fit in the the gym because you think
0: that that's definitely helped you with your mental health
1: yeah definitely like i never think at the time if i'm in like a low place like i'm like that's the last thing you want to do get out of bed and go go somewhere else and like because you just have, don't have the energy either but like as soon as you're there it's just like just you just you're just away from it all for like minutes, and then you just get your endorphins going <laughs> right.
0: um what would you say is your aim for the page
1: my aim for the page
0: yeah if i come back to you in five years time or so and say we're back again with woman yeah. up from talking 20s where will she be?
1: Um, I'd like it to be way bigger than it is now. Uh, it's growing really slowly, to be honest, at the minute. So when you said the challenges earlier, it's mm. like, it's growing so slowly for all the it's time. It's
0: interesting, before I will stop you there, but yeah. it's interesting because um, you may think that you're, uh, you're not growing, but you're actually doing fairly well. You're doing, I think yeah. it's because, I th- yeah, I think, for instance, I think um, I was even looking at it earlier on, it's over a thousand um i think it's like one thousand six hundred or something yeah and it's very easy to think oh i've only got just this i've only got just that yeah and in fact you've actually got a decent amount of following like i think people need to really appreciate the moment they're in yeah. and you know um so all right i've it seems like it's only 500 people but yeah that's actually 500 people who are following you and supporting that work. Yeah. So it's very, I think I'd definitely encourage you to just um, embrace. appreciate, yeah, embrace what you have. So there were times where you think, oh, but then remember when, before you hit 1,000, I'm not in 1,000 yet. Yeah. And now you're now 1,500 and I oh, was at 1,500 yet. So yeah. really live in that moment and say, well, I've got this and I'll continue as I am.
1: Yeah. And that's something like I've got to work on, like being present and yeah. enjoying it. Definitely. But yeah. yeah so, so five years time. Five years time. I mean, I'd love to be at, like, this is aiming high. I'd like Aim high. i Aim aiming high. High. I'd like to be at, like, 50,000 followers on the okay. page. Because a,
0: at least a mil, surely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. So, yeah.
1: You're aiming in a different <laughs> atmosphere. No, but um, I think, like, I'd like to be, like, around, yeah, over 50,000 with, like, really good community. Like, at the minute, it's very much people, like, like the posts and they get involved now and then. I'm, to be honest followers aren't as important to me more than the engagement I'd rather have like 10,000 followers in five years and uh, all of them engage, engage and respond to my polls and like get involved in the page and like if I ever monetized it like if I like bringing something out or like something like that that they'd want to get involved rather than no. having 30,000 dead followers that don't do anything hundred um so that would be important to me engagement I'd like to like move to definitely trying to move to tiktok and make kind of like videos so i'm doing people post a picture of themselves and their advice i'd like to move to tiktok where they like kind of like verbally say it and i've got this idea in my head and it's not i've not like figured out what i'm going to do but i I think you have an idea i have an idea of like making it into like a video platform as well
0: you can have they've got instagram rules now as well so you can definitely try that on instagram and see how that goes what the videos yeah because um because I think TikTok's been banned in certain countries. So they're yeah. trying to Instagram now like, got Instagram Reels, which is basically the same as TikTok, but just showing versions as well.
1: Yeah. And so just kind of like expanding in that way. Um, yeah, so that's what i want for Talking Twenties,
0: I think. What I've noticed about Talking Twenties is I've not seen a single guy. There is one. Okay, apart from <laughs> that one. and Yeah,
1: no, they just... So Why is that? It's more because it's people that message me. Um, and I do try and go out and then, so for example, with the mum and the um, daughter, I, I knew of her personally. So I was trying to encourage more young mums to message in because I don't really want to mm. force people to go on, to write for my page. Right. So I've, I messaged that boy on purpose because he was at my university and he started a YouTube channel. So I thought he's more likely to get involved. Yeah. And like the, some of my friends that started their own businesses, males, I've told them, if you want to send something in send something in but they, they just females are more like why, why
0: do you think that why do you think uh, the men are so reserved into opening up about things like that
1: i'm not sure it, it definitely is a bit of a stigma that men don't really like to open up and talk about things in, in detail it's just it, like especially as a lot a lot of the girls are talking about maybe like anxiety or mental health problems which is a big problem yeah. with, like men not wanting to talk about that but if we're talking about like future things for talking twenties, I'd love for more men to come on it. It is a bit of a feminine page, I'll say, with like all the pinks and like all the like cheesy quotes. So it's not yeah. up most like Because
0: I thought that I was looking at you thinking, well, it looks more to the female side, but it just yeah. it's no gender specific. It doesn't say this is just for females.
1: No, and, and I don't, I wouldn't want to like make it just for females. But when I'm creating the content, because I'm trying to keep you obviously want it to look like all Like, yes, yeah, all, all in follows, brand. yeah. And my logo's pink, it just ends up looking quite feminine, which I also think steers away from guys. But a lot, I have had comments from like my guy mate saying, like, you should make it a bit less feminine. But because I'm a girl, I don't actually know how to do that, especially mm. with all the cheesy quotes. Like, <laughs> um, mm. but that is something in the future, I would like to get more men on it. Um,
0: because obviously, men are just as insecure, or even more insecure than yeah. women,
1: yeah, yeah i need for me what i need to do is i need to put like more research into just looking for people that i think would come on the page because yeah. you, you, you like i would never judge a book by a cover but you can see on some instagram pages instantly who would get involved like when i go through i'm like i don't know who wouldn't get involved but you can just see some yeah people they've got like, that yeah she'd love to get involved in that yeah. i need to do that book for men because i do i do search so when I've got no content and people not messaging me, I do search for people. So I need to start searching for men to get involved in it.
0: And definitely, I mean, if you're watching this in your guy, I definitely recommend you yes, to please open it Because
1: I'm at like, I think it's 95% females on my um, analytics and 5% ma- uh, males. Yes. So that's that's probably another reason why it looks more feminine because like mm. I've got 95% female yeah. followers trying think, to target.
0: I think just men just need to be more open about their feelings. Because 100%. I think just this thing like you mentioned that people are just so reserved and want to keep it to themselves and not not even share with their male friends yeah which yeah
1: i've even asked some of my male friends like oh if you were in because you just hear all these like horror stories of like no one knew that this like young lad had any like mental health problems and he's sadly like taken his own life life. so i'm i always sometimes get the fear that some of my friends that just look so happy just that would be my worst nightmare. And I've even messaged some of my male friends. I did this recently. I was like, you would talk to the group, your group of male friends that you know you can speak to me. Hmm. I was like, would you speak to your male um, friendship group? And they're like, no, I'd just kind of deal with it on my own. And I'm just like, what?
0: But what does that mean? How does that actually look like? Yeah, because like, you're not dealing with I was it. But like, if
1: you're in a really bad place, you'd rather deal with it on your own. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, I'm so like thankful that I do not think like that because there's no way when I'm emotional. I tell my friends when I breathe like I tell them everything. <laughs> I'm alive today <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like something small happens to me something like slightly annoys me that like, they probably don't actually care about yeah. I'll still put it on the chat and then like so it's just it is mad to me that that's I hope it changes because it's just sad that lo- it's just it's obviously what is the I don't even know the statistics but of like um male depression and all that it's just it's very real high rocket and especially with lockdown it's worrying that I don't know it'll it'll have affected so many people
0: no, definitely, because um, obviously you've had your friends around you, and um, although you said the parents are divorced, but you still had that friendship that you know that if things go wrong or you feel uncertain, you can definitely go and talk to them.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always speak to my friends and like and and my family as well. Like I can. I'd always. I'm not someone to keep things to myself. Mm. <laughs> no, I can't even keep my secrets to myself. I'm very. <laughs> I have to say everything and get everything off my chest. I can't sit in the room on my own and like not speak to anyone. Wow. Oh. Um, what about you?
0: Myself um yeah i'd say that i am i say also i'm completely open mm-hmm. um that would be i would lying if i said that but i'd say um i'm definitely gearing into m- being more open with people because i feel like i think it's just a case of just just trust yeah. because yeah you can have friends but there's some friends that you've had for 10 years or friends you had for a couple of months we end up trusting the ones who've only been a couple of months sometimes yeah, so it's not really about, a bit about the yeah. yeah
1: so if you were in a bad place you would message 100 percent. Yeah. i
0: think i think That's um good it's not it's not healthy to be just keeping things by yourself yeah. i think the more not, i don't think it's necessarily like the more people you speak to but the more trustworthy people you speak to can actually advise you and help you and you know open up and talk about things
1: yeah as soon as you like what's that quote like a problem shared is a problem hard.
0: half somebody i was like i think i was literally texting somebody who um did a day about it and he literally said the exact same thing because he was going through something himself and, yeah um it
1: is it's, as soon as you get it off your chest, you're like
0: feel so much better. Yeah. Something
1: that you've like overthought in your head and then you tell someone and you're just like, oh, it's actually not that big a deal or something. Yeah. It's just such good therapy.
0: I think it's also um it's also the friend's um job I'd say as well to um if you know someone who's going through things, you can definitely send them a message so instead of saying oh everything'll be okay or it'll be fine, just get over it. It's better to say I know you're going through this and you know, I'm here for you if you really need me and go out your way to message them because it goes a long way, I think. Yeah,
1: definitely. This is how are you as well?
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, actually, I watched him... Um, it was last Sunday. We had a guest speaker at our church and he said, told a story about this guy who was um, in San Francisco and he jumped off the, the bridge. I think this has the highest death rate of, um, in America or something. Yeah. Like, some suicide death rates. I think and, I know what And uh, that, yeah. yeah. And uh, they went back to his apartment afterwards and had a look to see if there's anything there and he'd left a message which said, if one person smiles to me on the way there, I won't commit suicide.
1: Oh, I did not know this story, actually.
0: And nobody smiled at him from, the whole, from leaving his house, walking maybe a mile or so to the destination. That's awful. Not a single person. He says how...
1: I, I, well, I don't get what's wrong. Right? People just... No one smiles at each other. No one talks to each other like at all. Like, He's
0: so reserved.
1: And this is really random, but from that, one thing that annoys you about, about people just not being smiling and friendly is towards homeless people just act like they're invisible. Like if we're talking about mental health. They must have one of the worst mental health, like on the streets. And I know people don't want to like give money all the time. It's like, does it's literally free to just say, how are you? Yeah, how well, are and you? just smile. And like, there's such invisible people in our society. And I think you can never put yourself in those shoes, but imagine hundreds of people walking past you a day and ignoring you. Like, but if you're ignored day day. by one person, it ruins, it ruins. Yeah, your imag- yeah. So that, that, that story, I didn't think you were going to talk about that story when you said about the bridge. There is another man that high death death, um, tall on the bridge. So I think it's the same bridge. He jumped off, but he survived it, and he's like a motivational speaker these days, just talking about like how he's so glad like he didn't die, and he just so he's a, like an advocate for like speaking out for men's mental health and stuff. So I thought you were gonna say that, but I've never heard that story. That's
0: really yeah. Sad. It's yeah. It's weird because like you say about the homeless people, they're real people as well. Yeah, <laughs> they have real feelings just like you and I. The only difference is. Um, we are more well off than them and we don't know their stories
1: yeah you don't know their stories and everyone just assumes like it's drugs um, when like it's most alcohol of the, most of the time it's domestic abuse like hmm. it's a, like, and they've left the situation and it just the, the the stigma where everyone goes oh don't give them money they're just gonna spend it on drugs I just think if you were sleeping on the cold wet streets or every night you probably want drugs <laughs> that's what I think <laughs> I'm just like if you're sleeping on concrete floor and like everyone's ignoring you and like do, who cares what they spend it on I'm like yeah. like just if they need money they might, they're might. most likely going to spend it on food but like in my opinion I don't think it's anyone's business what they spend it on until they're given the opportunity to have a house right. and not sleep especially winter I, I hate winter just for those
0: reasons so that's been episode 3 of Tisha Talks with LLM1
1: Thank you for having me. I've had such a good time. (laughs) Thank you so much
0: for being here. And uh, that's been it. Thank you so much.